We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, what's going on? BJ Kissel, Nick Lecky, Tucker Franklin coming to you from Jackstack Barbecue in Lenexa, the sixth and newest location for Jackstack. It's our title sponsor here on Outside the Trenches. We're going to talk a little Chiefs Broncos last game of the Chiefs regular season. We're going to break all of that down as that game got moved to now being 3.30 p.m. Central Time kickoff in Denver at Mile High. The Chiefs have not lost to the Denver Broncos. 2015. That's a long time That's ago. That's crazy. I have a stat from a courtesy of Chiefs Communications. Chiefs have won 12 consecutive games against the Broncos dating back to November 5th, 2015. It is a franchise record streak against any single opponent in team history. It's also tied for the eighth, eighth longest such streak in NFL history dating back to the 1970 merger. Wow. Tucker, honest question. When did you graduate high school? 2016. Tucker was a junior high school. Tucker yeah, was a junior in high school. The last time the Broncos have defeated Kansas City. It's true. That's you were a sophomore in high school when I started working with Chiefs. Uh, yeah. We spent a whole episode on this, but we won't because uh, we don't want to bother anybody. Before we get into this, Nick, what's your victory of the week? Let's get let's start um, with that real fast. My victory of the week is that I was able to get back home to Dallas. We were able to go hang out with the family. Uh, able to enjoy some breakfast tacos and make it back up here to Kansas City. New Year, it's negative 50 degrees here, and it's fun. I love it. I love Kansas City. It's cool. I, I won't take personally the fact that your your victory of the week was actually making it to Dallas, and anyone who's listening to the show meant that you got halfway there last week. Tucker, what's your victory? Uh, my victory of the week is eating these delicious burn-ins right here. Look at that. That's a glorious hunk of meat. I love burn-ins. It's yeah. my favorite. Well, let's go. Everybody's wondering, yeah, we normally go live a little bit earlier. I was a little bit late. These guys were waiting on me, and I'm hungry. So I'm going to set these guys up to talk about some, some things, and I'm going to chow down on my beans, my cheesy corn, and my hat field over here. But, uh, yeah, guys, let's end it. Again, thank you, everybody, watching, whether you're watching live, whether you're watching after the fact on Apple or Spotify, whether you're on our Twitch stream, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. We appreciate you for supporting us. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff as we continue to build what we're doing here at Casey Sports Network. I guess my victory of the week, I uh, can't share the details of it, but it uh, was very good. Uh, we'll announce in a couple months, whenever that is, whenever it comes to fruition. It was a very good, uh, very, very good thing, and we appreciate everybody.
continuing to support what we're doing. Just like we thank Jack Stack Barbecue, Barbecue for supporting what we've been doing and we want to support their happy hour. I know, Nick, we'll talk about it a little later, but I know you love a good happy hour. And they've got now a consistent happy hour across all six locations in Kansas City, Monday through Friday from three to six. They've got deals on drinks. They've got deals on food, things like barbecue bites and $5 baby back ribs. It's got a lot of cool stuff. So check that out. If you're in the area, go see Jack Stack. Go to jackstackbbq.com and they'll ship it all over the country. All right, guys, let's go to the front of the queue. Tucker, first question, Broncos going into this game. You always start with the quarterbacks and that's Broncos have a question mark going into this one. And that's never a good thing if. You don't know on uh, what's the Thursday quarterback's going to be. Yeah, not great for them uh, to not know who their quarterback is. They have, you know, had Teddy Bridgewater this year, landed on the injured reserve, had a terrible injury. You had to see that happen on a football field. Um, Drew Locke came in, then injured his shoulder. So he's been a limited participant this week. And they activated, I believe, Brett Rippon um, from their practice squad or re-signed them. I can't remember the logistics, but he is now on the active roster. Um, so Brett Rippon could be the quarterback against Patrick Mahomes on Saturday. That's weird to say. Um, he's going to be playing on Saturday. Could be. Drew Locke limited, so he could also play. But still, big question mark with two not very good quarterbacks. That I hate that. I always say, like, does it matter? Like, There's not a knock on Brett Rippon. Probably the best player in every team. Right. But... <laughs> Does it change your approach if you're like the Chiefs defensively? I know if it's like a running quarter, like maybe facing somebody. You never know. Like it's something where I mean, you definitely have to to put it, put them down early to to let their confidence, their underconfidence, kind of creep in there. If they're confident, they're, listen. If you're Denver, you know, if you're a young player, most of the young players we playing, you're playing for next season. You know, you're playing to get re-signed by Denver. You're playing to get re-signed by 31 other NFL teams. So. This is your spotlight to say, okay, what can I do on the NFL field? This is your chance. So um, it's like you have a bunch of fresh legs, a bunch of tryhards, uh, a bunch of people who are really this might not be their this might be their only shot, right? Like legitimately yeah. shot. So you know you never want to put baby in a corner, and, but all at the same time you have to come out and just lay the wood early and often. Tucker, do you understand that reference? No, I have no idea. That's <laughs> like as soon as you said, I was like, that was three years before you. Patrick, Patrick Swayze movie. You know who Patrick Swayze is. I know who he is. I don't think I can name a movie. Who is he? He's an actor. <laughs> right, that brings us into the next thing. Nick, you kind of touched on it there, but second topic on the front of the queue here is just last game of the regular season for the Denver Broncos. They are not in it. You were on your last year in the NFL. You were on a Super Bowl team. So you know what it's like to be on a team that last game of the regular season, you're preparing for the playoffs, you're getting ready. But you've also been on teams that weren't very good. What was your motivation as a guy that you take yourself as a professional but now looking back, you can be honest about what were you thinking going into that last game? Is there anything real about mentally guys just kind of being checked out because you're not playing for the next week, I guess? I can tell you it, it feels almost like a spring game where you're playing your hardest. You know, you're trying to you're, you're trying to show everything that you can do. But at the same time, you're trying not to get injured because the offseason is tomorrow. You know, your offseason where you get to like the – to me, the greatest part of the NFL season, if you're out of it, was, was okay, I get to chill tomorrow and I get to hang out. And it's like, and I loved it because what I would do for a month, I wouldn't work out. I wouldn't do anything. I would just drink wine, drink bourbon, smoke hella cigars, and not even touch uh, a gym. Mm. Just let my body heal. I kind of let my soul just kind of just, no. but you got to make it through this game. 
and you got to make it through unscathed, and you got to you got to show teams that you're ready to play, and show teams what you can do. You got to put some good stuff on film. We played spoiler to San Diego, and they were San Diego in 06, mm-hmm. and they were looking to clinch home field advantage week 17, yeah. 17 back in the day, and uh, we lost, but we gave it our all. Yeah, that's part of the deal, and we talked about this a little bit with Drew Locke. He may be a guy because of kind of the ups and downs of his career, where he's at, yeah. point where the Broncos are at, and where he is just trying to show teams, like you said. He's got a shot at being a quarterback, former top pick, uh, that kind of deal, like second round pick. But uh, he's got motivation to go show people, like, hey, I can do this. I'm just trying to go earn a job. So don't have that lack of motivation from the quarterback position going into this game. But that being said, uh, Chiefs are more talented and right. more motivated. They have more riding on this game. So outside of anything, while bouncing off shoulders. Weird things that we had seen earlier in the year. Uh, don't expect this game to be too close. I, I'm not worried about this game in that moment. Yeah, one of one of my favorite things that uh, um, Mike Devito said on one on one this week is he talked about uh, just this last game of the season for for these guys who aren't and you know who have got Cancun on the mind, oh, right? Man. Um, oh, and, and the biggest thing is Mike. Mike said that when he was in New York. The biggest emphasis was okay. Don't get hurt because then you got to stay the off season yes. in New York and get rehab. And that's the thing is that like these guys, are, the, the guys in Denver aren't going to want to get hurt because then they got to st- keep the whole off season rehabbing, and that's that's no fun. And if you're an old lineman, that means just keep your legs moving. Yeah. You're blocking someone, just keep your legs moving. Just just keep walking. You're like, oh wow, Nick's getting great effort. No, Nick's not trying to get hurt. He's not trying to get rolled up on from behind. That's that's what he's. Can we do a do. drinking like going off the cuff here? Can we do a drinking game during the game of like every time you see a business decision, take a drink? Yes, <laughs> just like absolutely. <laughs> just tag it on Twitter like business decision. Drink. That would be good. Uh-huh. You see wide receiver. Yeah. To me, it's always the DBs yeah. like cleaning up plays on the back end, like those safeties are like, it's, he's tackling. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Are we going to see Pro Bowl level tackling on this, this match on Saturday? Like, will it be? But Justin Simmons isn't a Pro Bowler. Mm-hmm. He should be. He should mm-hmm. be. Neither is Creed. He's Creed. He's like an alternate. Oh, yeah. He, he deserves so it. So is That's yeah. They won't be playing in it. You shouldn't have to worry about that. But yeah. All right. Let's move. Final topic here in the, the front of the queue for a second here on the show. It's about staying healthy. If you're the chief, like you, what? Straight up. Yeah, no, it, the only thing that matters in this game is staying healthy. I think the Chiefs caught a break uh, based on kind of the, the gut punch that we probably all felt when we heard about the Orlando Brown having a calf injury during warm up. So non contact type thing. Like your immediate thought is, oh, that's Achilles. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the Chiefs often, and I know a lot of teams will do, pronounce or they'll announce Achilles injuries as calf injuries. It's always like calf, like is it calf or is it an Achilles? Because two entirely different things. But the fact that he's practicing and isn't out for the year, uh, is good news coming out of that one. But with this game, knowing that first, like the home field, one seed, not as possible to buy isn't in play. It's even more important for these guys not to have those little those little things not playing through not kind of that kind of crap. But uh, get out of this game healthy. That would be the most important. I want to see some second stringers take some reps. That's what I want to see. Put this game away early. Get the second stringers in there. Always good to have those guys get some reps before the before the playoffs. Never know when they'll be called upon with injuries and everything like that. But hey, the Chiefs were on their what is that sixth, seventh string offensive tackle uh, last week, um, and and they killed it just fine. They, yeah, I say just fine, but like Joe Tooney had a very good game. Like, Let me ask you, how hard is that 
for someone for a guard just to step out of like, you can play tackle beyond like it looks so easy. Like you, you think you think, oh my god, well you just move over one space. Yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> it is so hard. Like if you watch, just watch a tackle set and their pass pro, and they're fluid. They're they're whatever. And Joe Tooney looked like he was popping out for like to pick up a dual read mm-hmm. on those tackles. His tackle set was terrible, but he got the job done. Yeah. Right. He, he did not get the job done. And like I said, I was watching that game the whole damn time thinking, okay, they're going to start blitzing over his side. They're going to start doing stuff. Over. And they never did. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you're stretched, you know, cause you can hide a guard, but you can't hide a tackle. Right. And I mean, he didn't get exposed. I mean, he, he earned his money. Cause I mean, in college, they asked me to do like play left tackle. I'm like, I can't do that. When I was a guard. It's a different it's a whole different yeah, we looked like, like there was he stunts and games and things yeah. where he's not he used to there not being a guy yeah. over there. Exactly. So yeah. that stuff. And we talked about it on the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Was I wondered what kind of uh, things that the Bengals might do when they had some time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's run some game. Let's see how he handles these certain things. And yeah. Was watching for specifically, but it didn't seem like they that stuff not, never happened. They did not. No, there was only a few times they sent like uh, it was like a nickel that they walked down. We looked at a play with Matt Castle actually uh, yesterday, where they sent one and it was a really good pickup by uh, by by Tooney because he shifts and he just works down like he just shifts him out of the way. Right. It was a good pickup by Allegretti too to realize that he has to now get that end because it all shifts out and it was a, just a really good uh, play overall. You can go check that out. You just Watch talk. Play. Yeah. You just talk. You just communicate with you. It's the biggest thing on all offensive communication. Like uh-huh. If I'm the, the, the left tackle, if you just left guard, I'm like, hey, man, we're right here. At yeah. that point, you go, well, we're right here. Yeah. And just you got that, and that's all. Well, Joe's Thuny, Thuny? Thuny. Joe Thuny, Thuny. what he said <laughs> and what he did last week is he showed a lot of leadership. Wow. Well, shows a lot of leadership. Fairway Independent Mortgage, because Fairway Independent Mortgage makes the home loan process as simple as possible by guiding you through every step, just as they've done for the past 25 years. Call Jennifer Dixon at 816-390-8898. It's 816-390-8898. Great rates, a focus on customer service and the fastest turn times in the industry. That is Fairway Independent Mortgage. They will make you as happy as Nick's face. Just was eating whatever he just applied of. Very happy, my friend. Wing. It was like a perfect bite. It's a good wing. All right, let's get into Tucker's favorite segment as the Tucker's Crown Prime Beef Rib of the Week. What's your beef of the week on social media this week? Tucker? It's not a hair product. That's well, yes, you're right. It's not. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about growing my hair out a little bit. Maybe go medium with a little flow. Keep it back, you know, and get, get the sides a little bit uh, longer. That's not my beef, though. Um, it's been a pretty good week, honestly. I haven't really been beefing with a lot of people. Um, the, the, really the big beef that's going on right now is Antonio Brown. I don't know if he, he's airing grievances left and right with, uh, Tom Brady was the first one that was since deleted. Uh, I think the tweet about Bruce Arians, his text conversation, he screenshotted and put it up there, um, about him playing and it was like, Hey, come in, you're going to play. And he's like, my ankle's not 100% right. He said, come in tomorrow and we'll talk about it. Um, so that's been a big beef. Um, Alex Guerrero is that the Tom yeah, Brady, the Tom Brady thing? thing? Aaron him out is like I'll pay a hundred grand and then we'll figure it out. Essentially, is I guess what Antonio Browns have happened. You know what the um, world needs? More people with takes on this that have never talked to anyone involved in this entire situation. I'm it's a great. Point. I, it's a great. Point. I never talked to Antonio. I had no idea. I don't know if this is a mental health thing. I don't know if he's just an ass. I I have no idea. And I'm not gonna. I want to say the whole thing's just messed up, and I feel bad for his teammates and everybody that's got to answer for these actions because the backup tackle who's sitting in the media room 
media walks over, just the nature of that business, somebody's going to ask him because you're available. Talk about Antonio Brown. That guy may never even talk to Antonio Brown in his life. True, that's, that, true. that's how that It's not like these guys are all true. best friends. So you have some defensive lineman that's got an answer for Antonio Brown, never been in a room outside a locker room on game day with him. Hmm. Um, I guess they're in practice, but like, not like they're friends or they talk or he can add any kind of in, any more insight than we can. You work together. You work together. How many people do you work with? You work with 100 people. You hang out with everybody? No, you don't. You know everybody? No, you don't. It's just the way it is. You might be friendly, but it's not like, you know, I know what this guy is from, what he's all about and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I, listen, Tom Brady is the GOAT because I have never seen, like when I first saw Antonio Brown out there and he's like shirt off and doing like the peace sign on the end zone. So I go, I go, why did they Photoshop this dude uh-huh. in the end zone? Like, I was like, what, what is this? What is this meme all about? I don't, I don't get this. And it was a real thing. I saw the same thing. I thought the same thing when I, I saw like, it. I was like, how did they do that? And I was like, oh my God, like, that's what people are talking about. I was like, what? He's got his, what's going on here? Uh, but then Tom Brady's able to pull out a win after that distraction. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, I would be like, what do we, I've never, never before seen somebody quit mid game. They were dying scores, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, they came, like, that was a good yeah. comeback and a great throw by Tom Brady, too. That's amazing. But it's almost one of those things where you can tell, like, they don't need him. You know, they're at the point where, where he was starting to contribute. He was going to earn his, his bonus and stuff. But yeah. They don't need him, man. They don't. Yeah. It, it's also one of those, like, you have talent. They're going to figure out a way to make it work for you. And if it seems like a distraction on the outside because everybody's talking about it. And, and now that he's gone nuclear with it, it, there's no going back from what they've done at this point. Know. But um, he's a talent and the NFL doesn't care. Like he's going to end up on another. Somebody's going to give him a shot. Yeah. He can help somebody win a football game. They're going to shove him in a corner. They're going to give him two handlers, two interns that are like, your job is to follow this guy around. Do they have handlers? No, I don't know. What's that, what would that process look like if they did? Let's say... I know that there have been times, and it it wasn't even Chiefs and things that I've heard of players that have um, behavioral or just, they need extra help. Like, the teams will go out of their way to provide whatever they need as far as resources if it's somebody that just lives with them. Like, somebody that lives with them. Uh, We've heard stories of that years ago some guys that we know um, where a team signed a questionable guy that had a questionable character trying to work his way back and to help him. They had him live with somebody that's job is just kind of keep him on the straight and narrow and, and all those kinds of things and invest into that player and their mental health and all those things, which I think is really cool. Um, and there's a lot of that that doesn't get promoted. Like none of that stuff ever gets talked about as far as what the teams often do to try to make it work. And it's tough because the team's doing because they want to help the guy. They really want to keep the guy in trouble. They want to get that guy on the field to help him with yeah, so I think the, the one my one critique of, of sports is that your your level of like if Antonio Brown was not a good player, even gone like that ago, mm-hmm. but your talent is equal to the level of nonsense that they'll put up. Yeah, and it's I think it's a sad take yeah. on sports. I don't want to bum anybody out, but it's just it is what it is, and it's been that way from from middle school, high school, and up. You get more chances with that. Yeah, it just it mm-hmm. is what it is. It's. I, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I do hope he gets help. Yeah, I like to give, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but usually that's usually the side that I like to err on. But like, once you see all this happen, the Le'Veon Bell thing happened last year, you got to think, man, Mike Tomlin has to be the best coach ever. Like, if you think yeah. about having all those attitudes in that same yeah. locker room and then having Ben Roethlisberger on top of it, um, that's just what a coaching job by him. <laughs> Put this out there just completely. Yeah, it's not on our topic. We'll get to the, to the next one, Nick. I know it's your favorite topic, but how do you guys feel about the way that Ben Roethlisberger was kind of celebrated? He didn't play a very good game, by the I'm not way. So, I don't care about it. But, yeah. Pausing on the field. There was a lot that was ignored. And I just, yeah, all fame player. He did a lot on the field, but uh, uh, I got nothing else to say. I'll just, you don't have anything positive to say. Don't say anything at all. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, good thing I set the segment up. (laughs) I'll let you guys do it. That's what I think. I mean, look at Ben Rothsberg's history, right? He adds some stuff and he lives in a fishbowl and maybe forgot that for a little bit, but. Yeah, some like some interesting things happened. Um, some, some allegations went away. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing about sports, man. You you celebrate the good times and you forget about the bad things. And I think every team has their skeletons. Yeah, everybody has their skeletons, and you're just happy that some people, you know, hopefully they learn from their mistakes. You know, not everybody's yeah. perfect, and people have some skeletons in their closet. And you got to know better that if you're in NFL, you're a target. And I'll and I'll pause because we don't know all the details, and we'll pretend to know. Because uh, there are some local stories where people don't know uh, everything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, got to pause there, but still, it was just interesting. It was, it, for me, it was uncomfortable. It was. Yeah. The way that everybody was talking about it, I was like, really? Did we just where this all happened? We can just talk about him being on the field and all this, but the way that then people start using these descriptive words about leader and this and that, I was like, leader on the field, all that. But right. a few of the words are just like, you didn't have to use that word. Yeah. But it's like a separation. And, yeah. and it's almost like, like I remember a personality change when I would go on the field, right? Because you're, yeah. you're the, the man in the arena as the Tom mm-hmm. Brady oh. took the coolest, whatever. It's what awesome. so cool. But you step into the arena and it's almost your sort of biblical, uh, ancient Roman gladiator sort of concept right. where I just come in here and this is kills them. I'm, yeah. I'm in the field. I'm, in, I'm at whatever grocery store and I'm the next guy. Hey, how are you? Yeah. But if we go to the arena, it's different. It's a flip up. It's obviously a completely different sport and all of that. But like, I'm pretty jokey and all this, but like I was on the baseball field. Like I felt like I was, I threw a hundred miles an hour and like, I was the guy, the thumber. like I threw a bunch of changeups, but we were playing uh, Texas. And a guy popped up through a changeup standard. I hit a pop-up. He's running around the baby, buzzes the mound. And it's just like, you got fucking lucky. 
And I heard him mutter it as he walked by me. And it was just one of those like muttered under his breath. And I, not under my breath and pointing at it. I said, get, I get off my mm-mm field, you little mm. Oh, I like how just naturally it came out and you just, people flip. And I would see it with guys like Chris Jones. A lot of guys are goofy and all of a sudden they get on the field and it's like, you're up close to on the sideline. They're so big. They're so fast. Like dudes are different deal. I wish every NFL fan that has takes about whatever they think it is, should go stand on a sideline during an NFL game and see how big and fast these guys are and run into each other and be like, now I, do you have the same take that you did before? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like the best when the, the Washington football players got into a fight, someone threw a punch mm. and people are like trying to blow it up. And I, like, I remember like I heard it yeah. and I went into my, my family was watching it. I'm like eating in the other room or something. And I'm like, Oh, no big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's what brothers do. <laughs> you, know, you get mad at each other and you throw a punch. Mm-hmm. Water in the bridge. Seriously, I've seen that's happened. To- I've seen coaches get cussed out uh, on sidelines. I've seen fights on sidelines. Um, I've seen like real people go at it. Like, yeah. if you'd have had a camera on the 04 sidelines in Arizona, <laughs> a lot of fun. We had about 500 people in the stands. I could hear conversations going on. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of dysfunction on the side. I think is that like a form again? This is a completely off-topic discussion, but excuse me, it's discussion with people, and I don't know if it's like high-level sports or just high school athletics. Like it's not trying to be like that, but you played competitive sports at some level and been an athlete. Like you're used to coaches talking to you in a certain way, and you're used to talking to other people in the heat of the moment in certain ways. That translates in some ways to like off the field and like, you know, this because of how we talk with KCSN, where it's pretty much like an on the field, like direct handles well, because you're used to like, I can tell you've played sports. You talk to people that way that have never played sports or don't understand mm-hmm. this or like, why are you talking to me? Like, like, I'm not just get it done and like do it. And that's the thing. When I coached high school football this year, like I was pretty brash i mean i just i just like say things and i remember talking to my girlfriend tara and be like i say some stuff i'm just like why, why did i say it like that it's just like all comes out and then just sometimes just like a, a fountain of cuss words that come out of your mouth and you're just like oh i just didn't even think i was gonna say that that's the funniest line from christmas story he said my father wove a tapestry to swear and hung <laughs> over a cloud of lake michigan straight michigan's avenue or something yeah, yeah. i say my best swearing for my children it's fun uh, let's move to Nick's favorite topic, and that is what makes Nick happy, and that is a good happy hour. And the other thing that makes Nick happy is blind milk. So let's get to the final segment in this show. And Tucker, let's have you go first. What is your segment? Nick, do you want to go first? I'll go for it. All right, let's have Nick go first. His blind milk. Anyone who's listening, we each bring a different topic. We don't know what the others are bringing up. We talk about it for a few minutes here to close out this show. So my blind milk, and I'm going to go a lot of ways with this one, but how do you rate – this past performance is it a hollow victory from Cincinnati? Did the Chiefs lose, um, or is it a tale of two halves? What's your preferred way to look at this this L that the Chiefs took in Cincinnati? I don't think it's hollow because I think Jamar Chase played probably yeah. one of the best games of a wide receiver in the history of ever. No, that's not true. Randy Moss was that four catches, four touchdowns. That. Yeah, that's a pretty good game. Thanksgiving game. Yeah, that's a pretty good game. Um, so best rookie to have. I mean, there's the most yards. So I think Jamar Chase played really well. Joe Burrow played really well. Um, I think it is a tale of two halves if you look at it. 
Chiefs were getting after Joe Burrow, but they couldn't bring him down. And that's tough when you get that pressure and everything. And kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit. Casey Lab talked about that. Uh, yeah. um, what was that been Monday? After after the game, they kind of take the foot off the gas. It's kind of a traditional Casey thing. If you think about, <laughs> if you think about like the Buccaneers game last year, one of them I think of where Tyreek Hill had like uh, 475 yards or something in the first quarter, and then the, they only won by three. So I bet the Chiefs do that a lot. And so like it wasn't anything that was uh, maybe it was surprising that they ended up on the other side of it, um, but it was definitely a detail to have. So I think they get. The Bengals got some breaks and they took advantage of them by yeah. making plays. They were, I think, unfairly given if the margin of error swung due to out due to not players. But some of the referees were just that margin of error and the plays that make the difference. That was more impact. I know there's been a lot of uh, analytic stats put out there regarding the yards and the percentage of offense that was gained based on questionable or just erroneous, not even like a subjective, like, the guy jumped off, like the offensive line and move, like those kinds of things. Uh, I felt like was a an act. Like normally, fifty fifty calls can swing a game. There were so many of those that it can affect it. I'm never going to blame the. I'll never say the refs ended it, but they gave the Bengals opportunities and more. And Jamar Chase just went out there and freaking did it. Like I'm going to yeah. lose my mind if. And I understand that Charvarius Ward fifty fifty ball he gets beat or Jamar Chase just makes a play. When I see things like so-and-so is just getting burned and they show a slow-mo replay of them body to body and his hands like on the football. And he's like, he got burned. I'm like, his hands on the football. And Jamar Chase just lost him. Like, I just made a play. So I'm not going to be critical of the DB. Like, yes, you guys get paid to make those plays. You want to make them more often than not. But that's not getting burned. You know, I I don't think – That one. You know, I I think that it was a bit of a hollow victory. I think nine times out of ten, I don't think I don't think Burrow's making those throws. Um, I don't think we're getting a weird horse collar sort of, you know, and roughing the not roughing the pass, but unnecessary roughness call yeah. on the sideline. Um, but then the Chiefs only got what two drives, three drives, three in the second half. You get usually three drives a quarter, at least two right. a quarter. So I mean, that's how you, you figure things out. That's how you know extend those drives, and that's how you win games. But. I don't think even after the interview, like I give Joe Burrow props. He was legit. Yeah. He made yeah. one. He made the, my, my favorite Joe Burrow play was not the, the throw it up and Jamar's there somewhere. My, my favorite play, he was about to get sacked and the running back was running just on just out and he just threw it to the ground. And it looked like intentional grounding, but the running back was there. I'm like, what a smart play. And that's like uh-huh. a, I hate to say it, it's kind of like a Tom Brady esque play. Like it's smart. You, you avoid the sack and move on. You don't get intercepted. Right. Like that guy's smart. I don't know if Chris Jones was technically blocked the entire game. But Joe Burrow's still out there making plays. So we make excuses yeah. for young players like, oh, he needs a good line to make play. Like Joe Burrow's out there making plays with a like offensive line's not functioning at a high level at all. He got beat up and he still stood in there. Yeah, Joe Burrow's gonna be a pro- Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, like Mixon, like all those guys are going to be a problem for a while. If they fix off the offensive line, line and get yeah. some defensive playmakers, like Bengals are going to mm-hmm. be one of those teams that you worry about in the future. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Not going to bop you on your Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Burrow take after this one. It was bad. I will admit I, um, I messed up. But looking into the future and like teams that worry you like three or four years down the road based on a having a guy like Joe Burrow and go out there and make plays and a guy like Jamar Chase, those are the teams that can worry you. Yeah. At least like – 
the Titans can go beat the Chiefs. Derrick Henry can be back, but we've talked about it before. Yeah. I just I'm never going to be worried about going up against a team like that because Mahomes can score points. Where we get in a problem if we're playing well is when the other team's got a guy, and Jamar Chase was that dude. So, all right, Tucker Blindell, what do you got? That couple's flying. Did you see him? Um, holy cow! You got a beautiful view of 435. Oh yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, my Blindell is what's better than this? I'm I'm pleased. I'm so damn pleased right now. Um, I have like a, like a half a plate of uh, what I got the big pig mm-hmm. and uh, some wings here, and I'm like I'm like Andy Reid plotting, you know, like my offensive game plan right now. I'm gonna attack this bowl of fries. I'm gonna attack this cheesy corn pit beans. Yep. Attack the, the, that last wing on the plate. And this room is so beautiful too. I just I feel peaceful. I do. I'm like I'm just like, whatever. I'm good. Just give the people a 360. Yeah, you know, 360 view. Just go behind there and just spin it around. You want to? I don't know if the cord will reach. I talk a big game, and now I didn't do it. Well, fine. What I'm gonna like is you getting up live, and there's so much stuff here. You're gonna trip and fall, and then we're gonna turn the camera and show you just laying. So, so you're blind nil. I'm blind nil. What's better? Nothing. Thanks for preparing for that topic. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Tucker did a lot of research. Uh, Nothing. I already cleaned out my cheesy corn. The beans. Working on it. Ooh. What's the lighting going to do? Yeah. We're about to find out. <laughs> it's not. There, there it is. Stop. Stop. Look at that. It doesn't get better than that. This is going to be great for audio listeners. For anyone who's listening, Tucker is simply showing a simple video of 435 and behind. So, all right, let's go into the final segment here. And this has to do with uh, some of the meetings and some of the growth stuff we're talking about at KC Sports Network. Um, and it's a trick question because some of these guys know where some of our growth is going. But, Nick, if you could add any podcast thematic or any kind of show uh, to KC Sports Network, what's a niche that you would like to see a weekly show dedicated towards? Let's get weird. And it's just, just me going riffing, riffing on. It has to be about KC Sports oh, it in some way. There needs to be a KC Sports tie-in in some way. Right, you're like best jersey combinations. <laughs> <laughs> no. of, a, a, a sports aesthetic podcast. Yeah, I like that. I'm into sports. Wait, see, I don't, I don't do sports podcast. I do this one, and I love it. It's gonna be like um, weird stuff with Nick. I like that, but like, what's weird today? And it's yeah. like talk about like uh, someone's the, the soccer player who has a bulldog or something. I don't know. That's kind of cool. But talk about. I, I would love to interview Chiefs players. And talk nothing about football. Yeah, like say I can't. Who's one of the O linemen likes to rip packs? And Wiley, yeah, Wiley, and Wiley. And for those who don't know, um, likes to open up baseball card packs, and I think that's really cool stuff. Um, so I, you know me, I could talk about anything, anybody, and um, that'd be that would be my thing. Would be give give get the four and one about that because if I'm an NFL player during the season, last thing I want to talk about is football. You want to talk about what's my hobbies? You know what can help me. Appeal on them streets, you know, get some, some deals, some NIL deals, mm. you know? Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I'd like to see that. When I talk, and I, not a lot, when I talk to like current players, executives, coaches, whatever yeah. now, I rarely talk to them about football. Correct. Like what's going on? Like, they want to talk about a weird thing anyway. Just like running to play with like, what's your, what's your joke to play? I'm like, yeah. hey, how's, how's your family? Yeah. Do you, like, <laughs> you like talking about work? Or are you not at work? Right. Mm. 
Tucker, what about you? Here's one. I'm going to the KC Comets game. Okay. Um, on the 22nd. So you were two, tweeting about that. Two months Yeah. You're excited. Big game. Tacoma Stars. KC KC Comets. Big game. Indoor indoor soccer at the at the big stadium. You know, Let's go. T-Mobile. Gonna be a T-Mobile. Oh, it's at the Sprint Center. Yeah. It's not Sprint Center. It'll, It'll always be the Sprint Center, but um, like like San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> in Dallas, we have the Coca Cola Starplex mm. and something else now, but it'll probably be the Coca Cola Starplex. There you go. Well, I'm going to be going to that game, and I've decided I'm going to be the biggest Casey Comets influencer ever. Oh. Mm. Um, so I got tickets right on the glass. We, uh, I'm going to be there with some of my buddies. We're going. So a Casey Comets podcast talking about indoor soccer, you know. Really, you could make it all soccer in Kansas City. There's a lot of soccer to talk about in Kansas City with, uh, you know, sporting. Uh, Casey Current. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, my brain stopped working right there. That happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, CTE kicking in, you know, yeah. it happens. But well, yeah. Soccer podcast. No, I do it. Yeah, soccer. Interesting. I'm not going to answer that question because it's very biased and leading. That's true. To where we're can. going to KC Sports Night, would you say? We are going to be expanding. It's going to be very fun and exciting, and we appreciate everybody who's been along this journey with us. So before we let everybody go, two final thoughts. Can we make them on the game since we've gone off the rails like the last 15 minutes? Sorry, on the football show, you guys have a football take. Uh, okay. What do you got for this game? Chiefs, Broncos, Saturday, 3.30 kickoff. Can the Chiefs, if they win or lose, is there, does it change up? The, yeah. yeah. So, so, so do you know the scenarios off the top of your head? Um, kind of. So if the Chiefs lose and everybody else wins, like in the AFC, uh-huh. right, um, they could be the number four seed. So they could be the last of the division winners. Okay. Um, there's some weird scenarios going on. So if the Jaguars beat the Colts, the Chargers and the Raiders can agree to tie and they can both make the playoffs. I like that one. That's a that was my favorite Let's talk about scenario. that. Let's talk about the favorite scenario in the whole wide world. Talk about Pro Bowl blocking. Last two minutes, last two minutes of the show is going to be do you see a scenario in which two teams would agree before a game no to chance. kneel it the entire time so both of them can go to the playoffs? I want that to happen, but there's no chance they would agree to that, which stinks. Everything about the NFL tells you that if it was up to them and they weren't worried about all the other, they would do it 100%. Goodell would take away a draft pick. He absolutely would because it just ruined the broadcasting and all this. But the conf- those guys are there to go to the playoffs and to try to win That's championships. True. And both teams have a better opportunity to do that by letting them get into the playoffs. You know what they should do? They should they should That's hold seven. a raffle. They should hold a raffle for who gets to be the O coordinator today. And just have some random Joe off the street just be like, hey, here's Tecmobile. You get six plays. What if we did like a make a wish for like hundreds of kids <laughs> and they all got to suit up and they all just went out on the field and kneeled down? That'd be so cool. You could take this so far. You really could. How could Roger Goodell say no to that? Well, he's a no fun one. for the kids. So. Doing it for the kids. He hates kids. He does. He hates kids. Well, he, you listen. You know, there's a lot of ways you could ask him that question be like, Roger, we saw that you canceled that. Is it true? Can you confirm or deny that it's true that you hate kids yeah. because of your. My cleats, my cause. How come he just doesn't do my cause every week? You know, how come there's only one week for that? No fun link. Harder to monetize and you don't make it a special. <laughs> Fair enough. Jordan. It's true. Yeah, it is true. We talked about Jordan's last week. Football take. Oh, um, I just want to see some second stringers. I just want this yeah. to be an easy game. I want the Chiefs to kind of take care of business. I think this is a really big take care of business week. Take care of business game. Get out there, score some points. Have a break, you know, just keep the streak alive, you know, kind of end Vic Vangio's run in Denver because yeah. I think this is probably his last game. 
Um, he was on a short lease with bringing Teddy Bridgewater in, and then Bridgewater not playing very well. So I think this kind of just take care of business. That's what I want to see. I saw a tweet that Chris Jones gets a $1.25 million bonus due to incentives if he gets another sack. He'll give him 10 sacks, and his contract gives him a $1.25 million incentive. That's not nothing. So... And the real How, Reisner. That is so right. much money. That's so much money to anyone. That is a lot of money to Chris. And there's no doubt in my mind that Chris, no, the players know this. Oh, yeah. If you were a teammate, if you're Frank Clark and you run by, push it. does Frank know that Chris needs that to get that money? And so when, if they run by, would Frank know, like, hey, don't t- let Chris touch This him. is an awkward, this is a team meeting. This is a Okay, a D-line meeting room discussion. Hey, fellas, I'm one sack away, one, one million bucks. Listen, if we do that, I'm taking us to Hawaii. Yeah, mm. yeah. straight up, like straight up. I, I am get, so I here get, for I all get, of this I get stuff. two sacks. I'm taking all you guys to Hawaii. Was there how many guys in the D-line room? Eight? Yeah. I'm taking Maybe all you guys to Hawaii. Like, I'm spending 100000 yeah. bucks. We're taking family to Hawaii, hopefully after they win a Super Bowl, and say, or guess what? Here's a voucher to take your family to Hawaii on if, Chris Jones. If we see everyone on the defensive line celebrate when Chris gets a sack, we'll know. No. But also, they're like, <laughs> you see Colin Saunders no. on Twitter? He's like, no. let's go! If you see, if you see guys up on, Ali, on, the side Maka, line, like, on the sideline jumping. I, I just want to see Chris Jones do like a sack celebration. Just like, just, if he Let gets, the world know. Like know. it's gonna be tweeted by everyone immediately because once the information gets out there, everyone's got it queued up. Yeah, he gets that yeah. sack. Yeah. Everyone's gonna talk about the money. Lean into it. The whole freaking world's gonna talk about it as soon as you get it now. It's out there. Offended the, yeah. Was that was that <laughs> something like this? They're shooting birds or shooting birds. Yeah, you yeah. shoot birds. There you go. Exactly. You're done. You're done. Shooting birds. Duck hunter. Duck hunter. I've seen the game. I've done duck hunter with the old Nintendo game. You ever played it? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the arcade style one, not on like. The- you ever played like a world class track meet, like race the cheetah. You don't want to talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. A little ad. I got it in my house. Okay, I'll bring it. I'll come over. Old school. That's like before it's time. If you really think about it, Nick. I never remember that stuff was before it's time. Duck hunt still to this day baffles me how it works. How it works. It's like yeah. the Wii. No, the Wii you had a sensor though. Oh, it didn't have a sensor? Sensor, bro. You How did you know you were shooting that bird? <laughs> oh, How did you know where you were aiming? Yeah. So what it does, it puts it, it's an infrared or it's something where it turns the screen black and then it, you get the duck as wide. And that's how it mm. huh. I made a podcast on this. <laughs> I was a kid, like, I was fat and I was a little and fast. So if I didn't like the work, I couldn't move my body. So I did the work class track and I never beat the cheetah. So I'd get down and I'd be like, <laughs> you let me do it once, like running another time. You on your hands and knees, just back in that thing. Just da, 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 da. Yeah. Nintendo thought they were getting like kids to exercise. <laughs> it took about eight seconds of a we fit kind of the same thing. Like people were just like on their couch just to do it. Listen, we got the we we got the we we got the we fit. And um, I remember I got on there and I was three or five playing NFL, and it fattened me up like on the on the me like to this day my knee is still heavy set. Like I'm like a big boy on whatever. I'm like, dang. Yeah, do me like that, Nintendo. Call me out. I'm going to eat my emotions right now, that's for sure. All right, we're going to get back to this food. And, uh, we appreciate all of you for tuning in. Everybody who sent us comments and questions, we appreciate all that. And thank you for supporting what we're doing at KC Sports Network. Thanks to Jack Sack Barbecue, Jules, and everybody here at Lenexa for taking care of us. We're going to deep dive into this food. Again, Chiefs.
Broncos Saturday, 3.30 kickoff. We will see you guys. uh, See you guys soon. Have a great day. See you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.